From the world of AV programming and control with James King, I'm Steve Greenblatt, and this is Ask the Programmer. James, I'm glad we're back, and how are you today? I'm doing great, Steve, and glad to be back as always. And yourself? I'm doing well. I, uh, you know, we we uh, were able to clean clean up the confetti and uh, you know recover from our party from our two year anniversary, so now we're back to a normal episode. And you know, if you, if you haven't uh, tuned in to our past few episodes, we we had some great guests, and we also were able to reflect on two years of podcasting that we're very proud of. And there there's uh, been a lot that we've learned and we've shared, and we hope that we've been able to do some things that this community can appreciate and also some things that we could build on in the future. Um, with that, we, we were thinking about what we could talk about today. And uh, the thing that has become a bit of a catchphrase recently is the term ecosystems. So uh, I think that ecosystems could be thought of in a couple of different ways and, and they may have been used a little bit differently uh, prior to the product shortage and post-product backlog. So um, James, I'll, I'll let you start with this. Um, what, how do you feel like when, when you hear the term ecosystems, what, what does that, that uh, make you think? So when I hear the word ecosystem, the first thing that always pops in, in my head is it's the same company throughout the whole system from point A to point B. Um, but when I really think about how the word ecosystem is being used, I'm kind of, I also see the same thing with VR and AR. And, you know, everyone sits there go, talking about VR and they're like, oh, I don't want to wear a headset. Well, no, no, no. That's not what we mean by VR. Kind of same thing with ecosystem. Like was, we might sit there and go, well, I don't want to use a brand A display A's DSP, A's camera, A's. Oh, no, no, no. That's not what we mean by ecosystem. So it's, I kind of get that they're almost being used as a blanket term. Yeah, I, I would agree. I, I, I quite honestly, I'll admittedly have used it almost biased. Um, and, and I think that our industry, similar to what you described, in the beginning, they were making ecosystem be associated with a single brand solution, I think for the ease of what I guess would be considered interoperability or compatibility or, or uh, assurance that products were going to work together nicely or that there was going to be a, um, uh, almost like a, 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 a interoperability uh, you know, be, between all of these products there. And, and of course, if they're made by the same brand, that, that should be a given and that, you know, you could, I could see why that would be, be valuable. Um, but we also have to think about more of the idea that products are being, more manufacturers are kind of getting together to figure out how, how can we work together and how, how, how can, can there be a, um, a, a synergy between different products that are in, in different brands. Is, is, are you seeing similar thing? Yes, I'm seeing that. And it's, to me, I almost feel without it being done on purpose, 
I almost feel that manufacturers are kind of doing this because end users are becoming more technical and are doing more on their own. Like I know in the past it was, okay, if I wanted a brand X display and I needed a DSP and I needed a uh, speakers and I needed a amplifier and I needed um, whatever switcher also, they're all different manufacturers and you would hire an integrator who basically built your ecosystem and, you know, made them all play nice together. Um, now you have like folks like myself and especially in higher ed who are that in-house integrator. And I think manufacturers are seeing more of that and are making their products easier for the integrators. So it's no longer this, oh, we're not going to play nice with anyone. Uh, we all see that with Apple. Apple never wants to play nice with anybody. And I think a lot of people don't want to be compared to Apple. So they're like, okay, we're going to start playing nice with people because, you know, we're not Apple. I think that makes a lot of sense. <clears throat> the, it, it's, um, I, I had heard uh, the, the analogy in, in, the, in the early days of computing when you had to buy products all of the same brand if you wanted to, to make computing products work together. So everything had to be HP or had to be IBM. And, and uh, I'm old enough to remember those days and, and, uh, and, and that was often very frustrating. And, and I can see where the desire to, to have substitutable products has always been the case, or if something fails to be able to have options to, to replace it, but also knowing that with confidence that you can invest in products that can work in different situations. It, um, to, to your point, I think that a lot of this is driven by the end user, and it should be. It should be the because honestly, in the end, the 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 objective is to make the client happy, and to be able to to make systems that are going to maximize their functionality, their uptime, and 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 their usage. So, um, to me, to me, that makes a lot of sense. Does make sense, and I just kind of thought of this analogy. Now it's kind of like. You're looking at automobiles. Before your general driver of automobile has no knowledge of what's under the hood. Um, you you had to be like a grease monkey and really to get under there. Now you have more general public who can, you know, tinker. You there are people who do their own oil, there are people who change their spark plugs, they can do the basic maintenance on their vehicle and you're starting to see that in the AV. Not saying that, hey, integrators, we're you're never going to be needed anymore. You're just going to be used for bigger projects, more customizable. Kind of like okay, bring this into programming, the whole difference between configuration and programming. You're not going to get rid of custom programming, but doesn't mean you need to write custom program for every project or every single project needs to hire a custom programmer. You can, hey, if I can sit here and use a WYSI and get this system up and running and that's all I need to do, that's great. 
allowing the custom programmer to focus more on the higher end, the more complicated systems. So I guess to what you're saying then is that the an ecosystem means that there are products that are meant to work together and that can can be easily configurable and and it, it lowers those barriers. It, it may it may be if something isn't part of an ecosystem, it still could be possible, but it just may not be easy, or it could be not possible. Um, possible, yeah, hundred percent. Like, I mean, before if you want to link even like a projector or a control system. You have to go, okay, what are the hex codes that you're sending? You have to go find that paper. You're hoping that it's accurate. And that took someone who knew what they were looking for. Now, and then if you had to swap out, say, hey, I'm now going from a Epson projector to a Panasonic projector, and you got to go find a whole different code, like yeah, code updated and all that stuff. Now, if you say you're in an ecosystem and the control system can ecosystemly play with a Panasonic or an Epson, you pull out that projector, put the new one in to say, hey, now I'm an Epson or now I'm a Panasonic or now I'm a Sharp NEC or keep going down the line. And all you have to do is change that in the ecosystem. You don't have to change the code. It plays nicely. And and we're we're of course looking at it from a, a control standpoint and a programming standpoint because that's the the place that we live. But the other part of it is looking at it from the signal flow standpoint and knowing that um, the, there's going to be products are going to work together and 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 be able to talk to each other outside of because because with control you have the the benefit of having that third party translator that that can sit in between and make make things work together it's kind of meant to do that as you said before it's uh it, you're you're taking disparate products and bringing them together and and you you're almost acting as the translator but then there's also the av part where if you put products on both ends say a switcher and a projector that they can work together or um, a microphone and a dsp and a speaker and so forth so there's there are we also have to consider the different aspects of the ecosystem that that um, come into play. No, very true, definitely. Um, it, it's a it's a complex um, uh, equation, and I think it's something that we need to be careful about. At you know, in going through this conversation, because it's it's really it can be used in a lot of different ways. It can be used as, as we started in the beginning, as saying that uh, the if you stay within a brand, you know it's going to work together. But I think the the whole idea is to for for brands to build out their ecosystem and say that we, we can at least from a from a, a client's perspective, there it gives more confidence in knowing that I'm investing in something that that is is not going to pigeonhole me. That's key. So it won't be pigeonhole, and it's scalable. Right. Right. Uh, and any other thoughts about um, where, where things are going with regard to ecosystems and and um, and and what our audience should should know about and and um, take into consideration? Um, don't be afraid of the word ecosystem. Um, <laughs> I know it does kind of. We talked about some of the negative. We talked about the pro. I mean, ecosystem is good, especially for the end users. 
they know if they're going into ecosystem Z, things are just going to work well. They they don't have to, it's not that fear of the unknown. It's like, okay, this ecosystem, we know that these products are gonna work together, not just like you, as you were mentioning, the, the single flow, but also code-wise, also security-wise, also X, Y, Z down the line, they're all going to work well together. And that, hey, I really know this product in the ecosystem. Therefore, I can have confidence is in this unknown product um, that it, as long as it's in the ecosystem, it should follow the same guidelines. One way of doing that, is, as I'm sure our audience knows, but it's worth saying, and it's something that uh, I, I have a, a, a very close correlation to, is to look at the device library of a control platform and know what products it uh, has codes built out for, whether it's modules, drivers, plugins, whatever that might be, because that says that these products have invested in saying that I want to work on the control side, at least with this platform. And I'm going to guess that if it's in the control library, then that also means that they've taken consideration in saying that they, they can be um, a partner and, and be something, be, be a product that that is known or um, considered to be uh, a good match for the control platform that you're working in. But, but looking at it from other perspectives, I would also implore um, people to look at when, when you're considering products, seeing how that manufacturer works with the other manufacturers that you're uh, also invested in. Yeah, 100%. Well, that's a good place for us to, to wrap this one up. Hopefully this was informative and, and I know that this is a hot topic and, and a good buzzword. So uh, please let us know what you think. And, and uh, we're, we're always open to hearing um, some interpretations from our listeners and, and um, other, pro other topics and, and um, uh, other uh discussions that you would like us to have that are similar. So uh, James, how can people get in touch with you and uh, learn what you're up to? Oh, easy. AB underscore James King on Twitter. Um, uh, I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, again, you Google me, find me, HEPMA. If you're definitely in Infocom, find the big 20 by 20 HEPMA booth. We will be there. Um, I will be speaking at Infocom as well. Uh, so definitely come find me. And uh, I look forward to hearing from you, everyone. Absolutely. Hopefully, uh, James and I will be able to do some something live uh, at Infocom. Uh, look forward to that opportunity. Uh, um, for me, you could reach me at Steve Greenblatt. You could also reach my company, Control Concepts, at controlconcepts.net. If you'd like to continue this conversation, like to hear from you and like to uh, keep this uh this is a good topic for us from, from our perspectives to, to really vet and help to educate the industry. Um, I do a little bit of writing for various publications, so you could check me out there as well. And um, the other podcast I'm involved with is the State of Control on AV Nation, so check that out. Uh, but uh, we'd really like to have you help us expand our audience. So if you are a fan of Ask the Programmer, please 
do us the favor of sharing your favorite episode, leave a comment or review, do, do what you can to share the love and uh, help other people get to hear us. And uh, if you're also interested in being a part of the show, please reach out to us as well. And that's it for today. And this has been Ask the Programmer.